Hello, my golden souls. Hi, my ladies and gents, including my children. How are each and every one of you doing? You are fabulous. You are golden. You are intelligent. You guys are just, you guys are phenomenal in everything. And I just want you to know that. If nobody else tells you, I want you to know that. I just want us to talk for a little bit, engage and fellowship with one another, and just really have this bond and continue to connect and grow with one another. Um, I normally do not watch the news because, as we all know, the news is very stressful. Um, it can cause you to be paranoid, afraid, fearful, just a lot of things. And so I don't like to just boggle my mind with negativity, with harshness, because that it seems as though that's all the media likes to draw in is that negativity. They don't really shine too much light on the positive on the positive. Like if you watch the news, I kid you not, you'll probably have like 30 or 40 stories on negative things and one or two stories on something good. They probably have something about pertaining to food or just something, but it's not it's not a lot to keep us uplifted and encouraged. And I'm not saying that that is the media's job. It is our job to make sure that we are healthy mentally, that we are strong and capable and of carrying our children, our families, ourselves, able to do our job dil- diligently and productively. But first, we have to make sure that we are exercising and giving our mind the nutrition that it that it needs and guarding our hearts, guarding our minds, protecting our thoughts and what goes into us from day to day. And that includes the things that the media put on and shine a light on. And so uh, we have to be responsible for removing the toxicity and um, storing away like storing away those things that are good and disposing of those things that are nasty and just oh my god so i really just wanted to um ask you guys if we could just have a moment of silence for the families that are losing their young children i know um i watched the news and the only reason i'm bringing up the news is because in a very long time In a long time, I watched the news and I seen how there was a 16-year-old boy that was celebrating his 16th birthday. And he opened the door and was gunned down. He didn't get a chance to go outside. He opened the door and was gunned down. There's another story out to where there was a, a young little black boy that was slit in the throat for listening to rap music. There's another story out there to where there was a... I think it was a 15-year-old child that was gunned down by some other teenagers in in um in Illinois in some area in Illinois. So, there are a lot of these young boys and even men. There was even this man, I don't know, I think he was in his late 20s, early 30s, I'm not sure, but he tripped over a barbecue grill. He tripped over a barbecue grill and I'm guessing allegedly the man got so upset He gunned him down and killed him. What is going on? And I know the Bible says that this is a wicked and sinful world. Yes, it is. And so just what is going on to where the people that we are living around, walking by, they they don't gauge their temperament. You know, they are 
they get so angry and there is no rationality there is there is no thought behind what they do they just do it it's impulsive they just kill and it it's really sad it's really sad it's really 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 sad and it's hurtful and I cannot imagine what these families are going through I really can't but I really just want us to have just a moment of silence for them so if we can just do that right now just a moment of silence All right, praise God. Thank you, Lord. So that was for all these young men, young children um, that are dying and being killed, um, being killed for no reason at all. And you know what? It doesn't even matter if someone had a, you know what? There is no good reason for someone being killed, their life being taken. And so it is saddened. It's very hurtful. It's, it's discouraging. And it makes parents want to protect their children even more and those that already shelter their children to just pull them in even more but I, I'm, I'm there was something that was said between I, I was having a conversation with another individual and the person said man nowhere in this world is safe it's not safe anywhere and I said well if you're looking in the world to be safe you're not go that you're not going to receive it because the only safety that we can ever have is in God. And so we cannot be surprised. We cannot um, reach out to this world looking and seeking for safety in the world because we're not going to find it. The world will destroy you. The world will eat you up. We can't look for safety in the world because it's not going to happen. And so if you're seeking safety, if you're seeking Whatever it is you're seeking, you can only find it in God. You can only find it in his arms. And so I'm just telling you to, in spite of all the killing and the bloodshed and the pain and the hurt and that this world is really spewing, it just seems to be that that's the portion that this world is giving right now. And their portion is nothing but pain and hurt and strife. And to see these parents and family members grieving in deep sorrow. Um, and there's a lot of hate. There's a lot of hate going on and heartlessness. There's a lot of that going on. And so to receive the love and the care and the gentleness and the tenderheartedness and just the the generosity what it is that's opposite of the word of, of what the world is giving we have to go back and draw near to god we have to go back and plug ourselves into him and recharge ourselves into him that when we have heard so much discouraging news and so much about death and so much about lives being taken we have to go back to the one that gives life we have to we just have to remember that um god is the one who give is the one who gives eternal life and so my main concern to those that lost their life to such a senseless act uh, for no reason at all and again 
even if there was a reason, there is no good enough reason as to why someone lost their life. That's there. Okay. So my main concern is for these people that lost their life, both on both ends, dying, the, 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 the victim that died and got gunned down, those victims, and the ones that are now, they're going to go to, go to jail and spend the rest of their life behind bars um, without real, true help and rehabilitation. Because jail is not rehabilitation. But what I was going to say is, my main concern is, did, did these children that have lost their life, that are now dead, did they receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior? Did someone reach them and talk to them before they left this earth so unexpectedly did they um receive jesus did they know him did they have a relationship with him did someone reach out to them and let them know that jesus loves you jesus wants you and you have a purpose and you were loved and that before you leave this earth you have to know him for yourself you have to have it is it is crucial and imperative that you must have a relationship with jesus christ i i'm really i really want to know that because my heart is bothered by all these people that are dying and being killed i mean hurt and beaten and all these things that they're just leaving this earth and dying and my main concern is, did they know Christ? Did they have a relationship? Were they saved? Were they saved? And even those that now, because they did this senseless act, they have to spend the rest of their life behind bars, were they saved? And you know what? I hate to say it, like, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it because this, there's still a glimmer of hope. Even with them spending their life behind bars, I do hope and pray that they... Um, receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior and that they that they have a deep remorse for what they did and that they um, ex that they go through true repentance in their heart and express and, and and just to have a contrite heart for what they did and so yes it is very sad but I will say that it's it, it's unfortunate for those families that lost that lost their loved ones um, in addition to that, um, these people that are behind bars, they're going to have a chance at um, knowing Jesus Christ. You know, they're going to have that chance. They're going to have someone reaching out to them, whether it's ministers, pastors or evangelists, whomever it is, regular mission, regular people, you know, that love Christ. They have the desire to everyone to come to Christ, visiting prisons. They're going to have that chance. But what about these children? And that's great. That's wonderful. What about these children? or men or women that died and that possibly did not know him and so i am going to encourage each and every one of you again if i didn't in the last um episode i apologize but i'm going to encourage each and every one of you to reach out to your family to reach out to your family your brother your sister cousins aunts uncles whomever your family your friends your extended family and friends your co-workers reach out to them reach out to them help them to cultivate a relationship with Christ give open an opportunity open up an opportunity for them to know who Jesus Christ is because maybe they don't and you cannot rightfully assume you cannot assume well I think they know Jesus I think they're saved so I'm just going to let it. No, no, really take a chance. Sit down with them. Hey, do you do you know Jesus Christ? 
Do you know him? Do you know him as your Lord and Savior? Do you have a relationship with him? Are you satisfied with where you are in Christ? Do you think that you maybe want to improve or increase? You know, do please. There are people dying out here. We cannot be afraid. We cannot be intimidated. We cannot be doubtful. We cannot be faithless. We cannot even, um, we can't draw to uh, con- conclusions or assumptions no more of that ladies and gentlemen no more of that and even my children that are listening because i even have a couple of children that listen to my podcast even you children that are li- uh, listening because you children oh my god y- y'all are so bold and so faithful um reach out to your friends reach out to your friends be the example be the example live a lifestyle that is worthy that is pleasing to god come on we have people are dying out here mothers and fathers are losing their children we're losing our family members people are dying out here you know and even even if it's not to to somebody else's hand people are dying by dementia alzheimer's people are dying by that dementia slowly kills a person we want someone before they get too far off because the first thing to go is recent memory with dementia they start to and then they start to lose all all skills that they've gained throughout life they they begin to lose that and show deficits in different areas so even that person that had that is in the beginning stage of dementia if they don't know christ pray hard on them that god opens up an opportunity for you or someone else to open that door for them to know jesus christ as their lord and savior and to connect with christ and have a relationship before they lose their mind literally lose their mind and they have now you know what i'm saying like pray 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 for these people now i'm not just saying just go up to them because you have to pray first pray for god to to open their ears to truly listen to to what it is that you're saying to them to have a receptive heart to receive what it is that you're saying and to soften their hearts in the name of jesus so that they won't have a hard heart to soften their heart and that they that they not have any offenses that and that you have that that god gives you wisdom to speak what it is um that he that he wants you to say to them so that they can receive salvation in jesus that they have salvation that they get saved we have to do this this is our duty this is our calling ladies and gentlemen and we cannot ignore this people are dying every single day every single day and i know some of you are probably questioning me and asking me well what are you doing trust me please believe me i don't have to prove it to you i don't have to prove it to you but i will say this i am doing what i'm supposed to be doing i'm doing my best i'm doing what god is asking me to do i'm i'm I minister to my family. I have I, I have a Instagram page um, that that spreads hope and life and love and faith twice a day, every day. Um, I, I, I pray for people. You know what I'm saying? I am that I am doing what I need to do. I intercede for people. I do what I'm supposed to do. You know, I ask people, do you have Jesus Christ in your life? You know, I'm doing what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Okay, and so I'm just asking you guys to do what it is that you were called to do. Do what you're supposed to be doing. Don't be afraid. Get past your fear. God and I give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control. So use that power. Use that power to overcome whatever it is that is keeping you and depriving you from um, spreading the gospel. 
Use that love as motivation for those to receive Christ and use that self-control. Come on now. We got this. I need y'all to get this to save our people, save our people because they're leaving this earth, not knowing who Jesus is, not having a relationship. And that is, man, that is the biggest, that's the biggest steal ever. Like the devil is stealing souls. We, we cannot, we, we, we come on now. No, I'm not saying to overburden yourselves. Now, if you do invite someone to Christ and they decline, then okay, you did what you were supposed to do. You did what you were supposed to do. Don't overburden yourself by, oh my God, they they said no. What am I supposed to do now, Lord? What else can I... You did what you're supposed to do. You prayed to God. You asked him to open their heart, their ears, and for them to be receptive. You asked God to give you the wisdom to speak. You you went forth to them and asked them if they'd like to receive Jesus Christ and have a relationship with him. You did that. They they declined. And so you did you did what you're supposed to do. Let God do the rest. Let God do the rest. You you go back and you just keep praying. You keep praying that although they decline, that somebody else come into their life where they can receive God. Or that God does it himself to where they they are so low in life where they go before God and receive him. But I'm just asking each and every one of you right now to just please do what God has asked each and every one of us to do. And that is go out and spread the gospel. I don't want to see any more lives lost, any more lost souls, any more dying souls being put six feet under and they don't even know Christ. That That's the deepest pain. That's the deepest pain. Like man like now if they would have died yes it's unfortunate that they died by somebody else's hand and being murdered and killed and things but if that person knew jesus christ man i i would have been at peace with that because i know that they're going to spend eternal life um with god but to just have to ponder and wonder and maybe think man god did they know you did they have a relationship with you did anybody reach out to them did anybody find them worthy? Did anybody invest in them to say, you know what? I value your life. So I want you to have a chance at what I have. <sighs> I love you guys. I don't want to talk here out too much, but that's just what I wanted to say. I just want to encourage each and every one of you guys. You know, you are special. You're golden. You're chosen. You have a purpose. Each and every one of you have a light. Each and every one of you. And I love each and every one of you. And I hope that you love somebody else enough to share what you have because you have a greater advantage than those that don't have christ you have a greater advantage because you have him you have him in your life working through you and transforming you and changing you and evolving you and growing you and increasing you and you know so you have a greater advantage and benefit than those that don't you know so just just please please you know and even if you're afraid or even if you feel like okay well i don't know how to go before someone and sit down with them and talk them through receiving christ go to your church and let them know that you're interested but you want to be coached you you want some practice if see if your church offers um seminars or workshops on how on how to bring people to christ you know um i know my church is offering that i've been teaching um a couple of classes on that i have been been co-leading with another church member of mine but we've been teaching people um at our bible seminar on how to bring people to christ how to show your faith and so if you want more on that definitely email me um at divine ministry 66 at gmail.com definitely email me feel free if you 
um, don't know exactly what to say, I can definitely give you the tools that you need. I can share the tools with you um, that you need. And I can give you a few tips on on some how-tos. But definitely email me at DivineMinistry66 at gmail.com. Again, that's DivineMinistry66 at gmail.com. Um, I even place some of those. I, I may even put something together to place it on um, social media so that you will just have it there if you don't want to email me. But do that i love each and every one of you so just get off this and pray to god and because there is somebody that we know we know people come on now we know we got family that don't have jesus we got friends that don't have Jesus. we have people and so start with them start with them okay start with them and you will never get good unless you practice so hey start with them okay I love each and every one of you. I have faith in every one of you. I believe in every one of you. And so does God. And that's most important. Don't do it for me. Do it for God. Do it for God who is truly depending on you and counting on you to reach souls, you know, and to live a lifestyle. Because if if, the only way that talk of coming to Christ is going to help is if your lifestyle supports and backs up what you're saying. So if you're drinking, smoking, clubbing and all that, and you're talking about coming to Christ, Jesus is the best thing, they're not going to do it. They're going to be reluctant. They're going to be like, he ain't changing you, you know, so whatever. I'm not coming to Christ because, girl, what what, are, what have you changed in your life? Don't look like you sacrifice nothing. You still do what you want to do. You know, so your lifestyle really helps and enhances um, those chances. So, yeah, definitely. I love each and every one of you. Be strong. Be courageous. Be golden. I love you guys. Bye. Until next time.